0: The other thing that was funny from tonight is we go there and the at this specific it's a Duncan and Baskin Robbins. It seems and like this they're specif- always
1: combined. I think because must Dun- have a deal. I think Duncan bought them out, yeah. I think. Kind of like how you always see Taco Bell and KFCs together. Yep. Yeah.
0: So we get there and I don't I I've told Aaron I said, I do not understand why they can they haven't figured out how to post the flavors they have <laughs> on the screen. Because you go there and there's yeah just, you're right. It'll you say have to like go to the coffin
1: s- things, coffin freezers yeah, to see. Yeah. It. yeah, it'll say
0: like the scoops like you can get these different kinds of scoops Absolutely. or cones right, right. or shakes, but you have no idea what flavors they have. So we're in the drive-through because the girls are in their PJs already, and I'm like, what's uh, what are you? What are your flavors?
1: All thirty-one and, go. And the guy's
0: like, oh man, we have so many, and he has a <laughs> he has a thick Indian accent. And he also has his microphone turned out way low. Ugh. And so we're. I told I told Aaron, I said, well, he, we better listen because he's going to read them all off. And he goes like, we have jamocha and vanilla and cookies and cream. And he's like reading all these. And that wasn't even with an Indian accent. That was just me like, you had jamocha and cookies yeah. <laughs> But cream. Like probably stu- just like
1: stupid Americans. I'm going to like make it so they can't hear me just to make, because they made me oh, read all weird. the flavors.
0: Huh. So, in the end, I just was like, I know Aaron likes coffee ice cream, so I was like, uh, I'll get two scoops of Jamocha, I'll have one scoop of cookies and cream and one of mint chocolate chip. And then Evie got the Evie got this one that was a. Uh, they have these like called creature creations, which is oh, obviously. Cool the kid's dessert. Yeah. It's basically a vanilla ice cream with like fun sprinkles and designs and stuff. Oh, that's cool. So, so I got her the mermaid creature creation. It would have been hilarious
1: that. if you had him read all those and then just like, huh, I'll take I'll four scoops of donut, vanilla, <laughs> right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> screw <Yeah>. you Baskin Robbins <laughs> worker <laughs> or just say no no thanks and just drive away <laughs> it's a,
0: it's amazing because I love Duncan so much but I yeah. really hate Baskin Robbins <clears throat> <sighs>
2: Welcome to Frustration Nation, presented by Shoot
1: Your Shot Sports. We are the FN Podcast for FN fans of FN Sports teams. Every episode, we explore the heartbreak, horror, and humiliation of what it means to be a diehard fan. I'm your pessimist host and Detroit fan, the man in the Michigan hat, and I'm here with my miserable co-host and Chicago fan, Furious George. Furious, what's going on today?
0: Well, the Blackhawks have been eliminated, and the Cubs are have been struggling. I I almost feel like a Detroit fan. Uh, Michigan hat, should I feel this way, or am I being dramatic?
1: Okay. Calm down. The Cubs are still a contender. The Blackhawks were just in the playoffs, which must be nice. Okay, fair enough. Um, no, you're, you're not quite to my level yet right. of misery.
0: Well, speaking of miserable Detroit teams, NFL training camp uh, hype videos are getting us way too excited. Uh, at least for me. Uh, knowing the Bears and the Lions will probably only be set up for disappointment. Speaking of things that are disappointing... And frustrating, I think we need to get into our vent sesh.
1: All right. So, what I'm frustrated about this week is, if you can, uh, if you're watching a video version of this, or you've just listened to uh, Dadbot Central, which just aired, uh, you already know about my punishment. I think we even talked about it on the last episode of Frustration Nation. I am wearing an Ohio State shirt and an Ohio State knit hat. And I will continue to be wearing these for uh, the rest of this week and next week, right? Uh, yes. At least for Dad Bod Central. So, yeah, because I lost cap or no cap, this is uh, my new fate and my new fandom. So I am the man in the Ohio State hat. Oh age. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm frustrated about. <laughs> what about you?
0: You're like oh, oh age, yeah. no, oh no.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh. I talked about this on... Is it humbling? Yeah, it, it's harder than I thought it would be to have that's to That's what deal she with. said. <laughs> it's harder than I thought. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. I mean, it's fair. Fair is fair, but yeah, it's tough. So that's definitely what I'm frustrated about. Uh, what about you? Uh, well,
0: what I'm frustrated about is... Uh, about another team that's being really successful right now. Uh similar to Ohio State no not quite but uh, the San Diego Padres uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. easily one of the most if not the most electrifying young players in the league it's like him Juan Soto uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr.
1: and Judge even though he's not Aaron Judge yeah. yeah
0: like all like everybody's super excited about what these players will be for years to come yep um and he, the other day, hit a grand slam on a three zero pitch after the and at the time the Padres were already winning by seven.
1: In the eighth or what inning was this?
0: Uh, seventh or eighth inning? At it least. was later in the game. Yeah, yeah. I want to say seventh, but okay. So you, you put them, you put your team up by eleven runs <laughs> with like late in the game on a Who 3-0 pitch. Who were they playing? Pitch. I just saw the highlight, but I can't remember. Yep. And uh, anyway, the Rangers manager and pitcher were pissed about it. And the, I think, didn't uh, the Padres manager, didn't he say something that was kind of controversial too? Like, didn't he like low-key call out Tatis?
1: Yeah, like, that's not the way we want to present ourselves kind of thing more. I forget how he said it. And then Tatis even apologized afterwards i
0: know they like made him apologize and it's yeah. just like yeah it's ridiculous to me like stupid, the whole yeah. notion of slaughter rule like because they, they were just like they basically went well it's the unwritten rules of baseball well mm-hmm. first of all in terms of unwritten rules like to me when i hear an unwritten rule of baseball one of those is like don't throw at somebody's head if you're going to bean them like bean mm-hmm. their bean them in the butt or whatever. Or like, like would
1: a bat flip? No bat flips be an unwritten rule?
0: I mean, people say that. Yeah.
1: Which now, what is your bat opinion flips. on bat flips? I love bat flips. Okay, yeah, of <laughs> course. I <laughs> yeah. mean, they're
0: they're awesome. They're so much fun. Yeah. Uh, so it's similarly to this, it's just like, it, I I just have never heard this as an unwritten rule. Like, yeah. Oh, so on three o. Oh, like I know a lot of people take on three o. Oh, right. But that doesn't mean you're supposed to. You like, usually do whatever the coach is signing you to do.
1: To me, an unwritten rule would, that I would be more aware of is like, you're up 7 nothing. you hit a grand slam to go up by 11 or whatever, um, and you celebrate too much. It's like, okay, yeah. you already went in by a lot. Like that would I still disagree with that unwritten rule, but that'd be less weird to me. Don't swing when you get an easy pitch down the middle, 3-0, just because your team's winning. I hadn't even heard that one in... So I was surprised yeah. people were as upset now, as they uh, were.
0: Apparently some of the controversy with it was that he was apparently signed by his coach to take and he swung. <laughs> so
1: maybe that's why his coach was mad then, yeah.
0: I guess, yeah. but I even then it's just like if there's a meatball of a pitch right there, yeah. Like and I I've seen other people come back with good points, which is great. Like this I think I don't remember who I think it was Trevor Bauer the Reds pitcher. Uh, he was very active on like Twitter and he he came out and he was just like if that's the, if that's the case then I feel like all us pitchers on 0-2 counts it's going to be it's an unwritten rule that we have to throw a ball on the next Which pitch. it
1: almost seems like it is but that nobody would be dumb enough to say that's what has to happen. Yeah, That's because, just usually what happens, but it doesn't yeah, mean you have what to What normally
0: <laughs> happens 3 and 0 count take one. you take you thrown 3 balls you're going to do your very best as the pitcher to th- throw it in the strike zone because mm-hmm. you need a strike. And there's a whole like study done on umpires and how umpires almost always on a 3-0 and o pitch, if it's anywhere near the zone, even if it's out, yep. if it's anywhere near it, they will call it a strike. Mm-hmm. And with an 0-2 count, it's kind of similar. Uh, not quite as egregious, but on right. an 0-2 count, after you've gotten two strikes on somebody, all you're you throwing really the rest of that at well, no. After you throw two strikes, all you're throwing the rest of that at bat, especially if you're up 0-2, is junk, trying mm. to get them to swing at it. Yep. And the ump, if you throw something that's borderline, might give the edge to the batter. Hmm. Point is, it, I understand why that is the case with 0-2 and three O, but right. is it an unwritten rule that you're not supposed to swing at any of those pitches? No. And if you are... Like, you are essentially going to be... You're the face of the Padres, along with Manny Machado. You're going to be the face of baseball. Like, you kind of already are. Yeah. And you're criticizing him for hitting a grand slam. It's just...
1: For keeping the sport exciting. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now, if he would have swung through that pitch and fly it out, you know what? There's no no comment from anybody. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yep. But because he hit it over the wall now everybody's upset about it Mm -hmm. so anyway do you have any takes on this
1: yeah in general i hate the whole unwritten rule thing i I mean there's some that i agree with and basically it comes down to if you're doing something that could potentially cause an injury even if it's not against the rules don't do it like beating someone yeah yeah or don't slide into second when it's a clear out you're the last out of the inning and so it's like there's yeah two outs plays at second you just underhand toss it and somebody comes in and slides super hard when you're clearly out like stuff like that is just like okay you know
0: yeah or in hockey it's like do not like even if the goalie leaves the crease to get the puck you are not to check the goalie yeah
1: yeah so there's some like that that i actually agree with because it's more of a an unwritten rule for player safety like a respect thing but when it comes to just anything that has to do with the score or making somebody look bad even like dunking at the end of the game when nobody's playing defense and you're up by 10 and you, you see pl- teams get super mad when somebody goes down and makes a shot when the game's already over, you know. I don't yep. even have a problem with that, you know. So, it for me it only comes down to safety issues. Um yep. and aside from that, play so, the game, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, the whole thing with scoring is it's like I guess here's the unwritten rule with baseball. I'm I'm okay with If you hit a ball that is clear – like, if you hit a ball off the wall, okay, you probably got a double.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: If you hit a ball off the wall and right, and it looks like you probably can get a triple, but your team's up by eight or whatever, maybe you don't stretch it into a triple. Or maybe you don't do extra hustle to stretch a single into a double. Mm -hmm. But you still are – you're still swinging and doing your best – yeah, um,
1: you just don't do the extra you might do in a yeah. close game. You maybe don't lay a bunt down if it's a perfect game. Like there's stuff like that where um, I would sure, totally do that if I was you a know, player. But even that, like, I would be such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you're the second out in the night that he'd lay a bunt down, <laughs> which happens. And honestly, yeah. I mean, you can be frustrated as the pitcher, but as a fan, I'm not going to be mad. Like you're playing right. the game. You're, you're you you want to get a hit just as badly as this guy wants a no hitter. So um,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, it, it is just a part of the game. And, and when you mm-hmm. think about it in
1: other sports, too, um,
0: I mean, there are some aspects to it. Like, And some of it's just naturally how the game unfolds, right? Like in football, if you have a big lead and it's in the fourth quarter, most of what you're doing is not trying to score, really. You're just trying to run out the clock. Yeah. Um, similar, honestly, in basketball and hockey. If you have a big lead, you're really just trying to end the game. Yeah. Um, maybe but,
1: don't throw as many passes, you know. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but even still if your running back breaks a tackle and gets through a a lane and mm-hmm. has this huge run. I mean, you are going to just ask the running back to like, "All right, well after, you know, 7 yards, you need to knee down." Yeah. Or something. Like you can't do that.
1: Like and this example too with uh, Tatis Jr., it's stupid to me because okay, you're really telling me it's 3-0 you want him to go up there and just take no matter what. When your pitcher's had control issues already, do you want him to walk and walk in a run yeah. and keep the game going? Wouldn't it be better for him to put a ball in play? I mean, it's not, like you said, it's not necessarily a grand slam. He could fly out or something. Like, it's actually probably more merciful to go up there and swing. Like, if anything, it's more frustrating to me when a team is clearly up in front and they try to work a walk. Oh, yeah. Like, so it, it could go both ways. That would you'd probably be mad if the bases are loaded. It's like, come on, why isn't he up there swinging? Well, like, why is he trying to work a walk when the game's over? Like, yeah, people are don't gonna be want, upset either way.
0: If you don't want Tatis Jr. to hit a grand slam on a 3 0 count, then don't get to a 3 0 count, throw or better pitches, yeah. yeah, yeah, or walk him either way. Like, just because normally 3 0 turns into 3 1 does not mean that it, like, there's plenty of times when. Batter swing on three zero, yeah, as as they should. I mean, to be honest, even if a coach tells you you are taking this pitch, I still as the batter, I'm going to use my own judgment, honestly. And if Especially I see if a you're ball, one of the best hitters in the game, yeah. The if NFL. I see a ball that I can absolutely smother, I am going to go at it. Yep. Um. So anyway, okay, that's basically. I think we could go on a long time about. This
1: yeah i like the conversation yeah it's an interesting topic
0: it's especially interesting to think about it in context of other sports and it's interesting thinking about college football just because part of the whole point especially if you're a team that has a shot for uh for seeding in terms of college football playoffs or like my bowl new games
1: team, the ohio state buckeyes
0: yes exactly part of the whole re- part of the way you can get up there is based on how much do you blow out these other teams yep. and it's just kind of funny that in college we have like we almost abandon sportsmanship in a way and then in the pros it's like oh now we now you need to be nice little boys and right like respect each other
1: now that you are actually making money off the sport now you need to care yeah, about the love of exactly. the game yeah, you know? yeah.
0: Come, come on boys get, get to, to, the to the box, box. Five, five minutes each
1: for unnecessary, unnecessary
0: frustration, frustration eh
1: so Kyle, you talked about it already, but the Blackhawks are da, 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 done, da, da, done, da, da, done, done, <laughs> What are your thoughts aside from typical <laughs> misery of there, your team being eliminated? Um, yeah, what are your reflections there, on?
0: There go the Hawks, the lousy Blackhawks. <laughs> 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 um, no, I mean it's. It is sad obviously to have the that playoff exit but honestly most of my thoughts on this are are positive. Like mm-hmm. first of all the Blackhawks were the worst team in all of the this NHL bubble playoffs. Yep. Um even in when you combine the west and the east they're the worst team overall. They nobody ever at really any point in the season expected them to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And not only were they in the official Stanley Cup playoffs, but they won the five-game qualifier series, which is technically postseason, even though it's it was a not called Stanley Cup playoffs. It was called Stanley Cup qualifiers. Yep. Um. So, any way you look at it, they they played in the playoffs, whether it was the Edmonton series or. The Knights. And if you mm-hmm. look at it as them both as playoff series, they they won one and lost one. And yep. there's a huge talent gap between the Oilers and the Knights. You could see that. Right. Um, I know for me, the very first game watching it, I was just like, oh my word. The <sighs> Knights were all over the place. I felt like they always had a body on the Hawks anytime the Hawks were in the offensive zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas with the Oilers, I felt like the Hawks were able to skate a little more freely. And the Knights just have a very solid all around team. Uh, and to make that even harder, they have Leonard and uh Marc Andre Fleury as your as like the most le- most lethal one two goalie punch in yeah. the NHL. So um uh, they they really are a complete team. They're way out of the Blackhawks league as of now. And it hurts mm. to say that a little bit just because I mean, Kane and Taves, and Keith, and Crawford, those are names that we in Chicago associate with future Hall of Famers, Stanley Cup glory. You wouldn't think that the Knights would be in a different caliber level than the Blackhawks, but the reality is, and the way hockey is, even if you have a handful of stars, you have four lines and a goalie that you're spreading them all apart from, and mm-hmm. those lines also don't include the. You have offensive lines and you have defensive pairings. There's a lot of moving pieces on the ice, yep. and so you really need, even if you have a few strong pieces, you really need a lot of s- a strong supporting cast to help you. And the Blackhawks are working on that supporting cast. They have mm-hmm. a lot of young players: Kirby Doc, uh, Dominic Kubalik, Adam Boquist. They, they, those three players have very promising futures, um, but what it comes down to really and I guess in terms of frustration nation this is what I'm frustrated about Jeremy Colliton is not what we need for a coach uh mm-hmm. I, I'm not an expert on the Blackhawks or NHL player development but people who are have said that he's done virtually nothing to really develop these young players and that uh they're a success this year is basically due entirely to their own merit. Not None of the credit really should go to Colleton. Mm-hmm. Um, Colleton also makes questionable pairings. Like you have a line that's working one game and you're, you know, they're scoring goals in the next game. You switch up the lines. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that when you have chemistry work in there? I just don't get it. Yeah. Um, but if, if I'm looking at this as kind of like a bright spot in the end is just that, with the Hawks, having the experienced veterans, they've played, they've won three Stanley Cups. They know what they're doing. They know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. They've tasted now that playoff feeling again. Maybe get they get reinvigorated. And at the same time, these young guys who've never played in the playoffs, now they have not one but two series under their belts. They've mm-hmm. experienced winning and losing in the playoffs against more of a mediocre team and a really good team. And... If you combine those experiences and the development, hopefully a perfect storm will happen sometime in the next two, three years when the Hawks can make a legitimate run at a Stanley Cup again with the old and the new. We're being signaled by the officials that it is time for a media timeout.
1: So, hey, Furious, uh, I notice as you take a nice drink right there, uh, oh, we normally both whiskey. have <laughs> drinks as we record, but... The safe uh, word is whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> but uh, you've got a an unusual cup, or a cup I hadn't seen before we it started recording very today. very unusual. So, uh, tell me about where you got that mug. This chalice
0: is... Mm-hmm. Oh, you already gave it away. It's a mug. But no, this this ah. mug, this coffee mug here that I'm holding that I know on a podcast that you guys can only hear the audio version of means a lot to you that I'm holding this up for you all to not see. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a Shoot Your Shot Sports mug. So uh, it has the Shoot Your Shot Sports logo and, uh, I guess, the title of the network. So it's the same logo and title that you see on our cover art right now. Uh, it's just in black lettering on a white ceramic mug. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's perfect for coffee, or as is the case tonight for me, Jack and Coke, uh, whatever whatever beverage you feel like fitting into, what it was, an eight-ounce mug or whatever, mm-hmm. you can you can do and you can drink out of it. And the best part is you can find that mug, uh, among other apparel, for all the different Shoot Your Shot Sports brands, including Frustration Nation, at the Shoot Your Shot Sports store. So go to shop.shootyourshotsports.com to find all of the brands. And if you're looking specifically for us, Go to shopshootyourshotsportscom forward slash frustration nation, and you can find all our apparel. Uh, we're continuing to try to work on some new designs. We're trying to get up, uh, and you know we do dad bod central as well. And we're hoping to try to get some dad bod uh, stuff up there too. So mm-hmm. please support the show. Go buy some merch from us and uh, rep that swag. Does that even make sense? I don't know.
1: Rep I'm that swag. That rep. Super. Wh- I'm super white. And now, back to the original programming.
2: All
0: right, so for our two-minute warning, we are talking about NFL summer camps. They've opened up. So, Michigan Hat, what's going on with the Lions?
1: Uh, Yeah, so when it comes to training camp, mostly uh, it's just been cool to see the team on the field. With uh, Big Ten season being canceled and yep. not knowing what's going to happen with the football, even still some uncertainty with the NFL, it's just an encouraging sign to see players in the field. So that's my biggest takeaway. Um, but also just some notes on some of our players, specifically the guys we just drafted this year, because those are the unknowns, obviously. Um, so quickly, Jonah Jackson, who we drafted in the third round, he's getting starting reps and he's with the first team uh, at right guard, which... That's big. I mean, if he starts on the offensive line first year as a rookie and you got him in the third round, that's obviously a big value pick. Um, So hopefully he works out there. Jeff Okuda, uh, number third overall pick, our first rounder. Uh, So we obviously expect he'll be one of our starting cornerbacks, but for now he's playing on the second team uh, with the reserves. So it seems more like a... CB3, CB4? Yeah, maybe more like a... I I still think he's going to start but um, just has to kind of show that he's going to get that spot. Will he be CB1 Swift by the end of the season? I would think so, or at least partway through the season. But um, So, yeah, we'll see. But those are just some brief notes. Uh, yeah. What about the Bears?
0: Yeah, basically the whole talk of Bears camp is Mitch versus Nick in mm-hmm. terms of who's going to be the quarterback. And I feel like it's so confusing and exciting at the same time on Twitter. You see people who are like, Oh, Mitchell Trubisky had some really good throws today. He's really like changed his, you know, whatever. He's looking really good. And yep. you're like, "Oh yeah, Mitchell Trubisky." And then then all of a sudden someone will be like, "Oh, Nick Foles did this. This player said this about Nick Foles." You're like, "Oh my gosh, I don't know who's going to be the QB."
1: <laughs> so
0: basically, I'm sad the Hawks are out, but I'm really happy about the future. I think the experience from these playoff series will really benefit them greatly. Um, As for the Bears, I'm just excited. It's just fun having videos, hype videos, only seeing highlights of Mitchell Trubisky. You think, oh my gosh, we have a good quarterback. Uh, We'll see what happens when we face real competition.
1: So yeah, as a fan of a really bad hockey team who we expected to be like the worst team in the league, and we were the fact that your team overperformed expectations is impressive. And it's easy for me to say, cause I'm not feeling the pain of the series loss, but I think as a Blackhawks fan, you can be proud of the way they finished the season uh, for the lions. Yeah. Really excited for the rookies. And it's just like you said, mostly fun to see players on the field.
0: So I wanted to have a brief overtime to talk about something.
1: Okay. All right. Oh, is so, this like an announcement or something you would say? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember what this was. So,
0: Okay. So, just you know, hold you know. I hope you're sitting down, and just hold hold your applause to the end. So, there's an individual on Twitter at Sir Yacht, S I R Y A C H T.
1: Got to give him credit.
0: He has. He's he is not verified, but. He has over twenty five thousand followers, including like big names that follow him. He tweeted out earlier today. Let me find this. Uh, Where was it? I'm gonna be reading a lot from his Twitter page. Yeah. So if you want to see more for yourself, go go look there. But let me find.
1: And just a heads up, listeners, I have no idea what this is gonna be about. Yeah. Yeah. This is like. Somewhat. Is it like breaking news or somewhat? I, or
0: it, If if he's right about what he's claiming, it will be very big news. I just need to find mm.
1: So this will be my real first okay. reaction to this.
0: 12 hours ago at time of recording. So this is at 10 a.m. Central Time. Sir Yacht tweets. The Big Ten season is 100% happening. It is now figuring out who is opting out. And the schedule before making an official announcement, my source said, things are moving behind the scenes, and they are trying to be fast. Per source, big commissioner, or sorry, big big commissioner, Big Ten commissioner Kevin Warren, and the Big Ten office are still hoping for issues. Unbelievable.
1: Hmm. What are,
0: what are your thoughts so far?
1: Hmm. I call BS. Okay. Um should I can, I mean, can you go through his Twitter? Yes, okay. because it is interesting. Uh yeah. I obviously would hope this is true. But man, the Big 10 would look stupid if that happened.
0: Okay. So, okay. I don't know who this is, but he retweeted Okay, he retweeted David Hookstead, who looks like he's a Wisconsin Badgers writer. Okay. And he is verified. And he, in this tweet that David Hooks said, that Suryat retweeted, it says, Ohio State, Penn State, Wisconsin, Michigan, Iowa, and Nebraska are reportedly nearing an agreement to play their own football season starting in late September. That would be 10 games. A source said it's, quote-unquote, very close to being a done deal. And so Suryat so retweeted. What were those teams again? Ohio State. Penn State, Wisconsin, Michigan, Iowa, and Nebraska.
1: So you're getting three from each conference, and it's like the three best from each conference, basically. Yep. Interesting. I mean,
0: Nebraska, not really, but...
1: Yeah. at least. So, like, so yeah. sir
0: got retweeted that, and he said, do you guys believe me yet or no? Because he's basically gotten a lot of backlash, because he said this is according to a source, and everyone's like, oh, well, a source could be anybody.
1: His uncle or something, right? So let huh. me
0: continue going up. So let's see. He said... Um, Ohio State, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Penn State, Iowa, and Indiana, that's a different are in and signed off on a big ten college football season per source. Presidents of Michigan and Michigan State currently are also very reluctant to sign off and play. So that's interesting. Let's see, he tweeted that before he tweeted he retweeted that last thing I just read. So that's hmm. interesting. Um I'm trying to see what wow. else here. You really need to go to at Suryat on Twitter to kind of read through this, because this is just fascinating. Um, okay, Clay Travis, mm-hmm. you know who that is?
1: I, nev- Here one second.
0: I have no idea who it is, but he's verified, and Suryat retweeted Clay Travis. I
1: have to update the Twitter app. <laughs>
0: Oh come on, dude! Anyway, <laughs> Get look, your looks like Clay Travis. He, he says he's on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Yeah, he's a sports. Per- I know the name. I've seen. Okay. Like, I think I've seen him on Twitter. But so yeah, he's, a he's sports verified,
0: person. and he said, and he this was retweeted by Suryat. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer is reportedly a major obstacle to attempts by the University of Michigan to play Big Ten football this fall.
1: I mean, I can believe that. That's the most believable yeah. thing I've heard so far. Huh.
0: Uh, Let's see what else. Um, So basically, if you continue to go through this page, this Twitter page of Sir Yacht, Hmm. basically there's a lot of things he's saying that are very interesting. Here's another one. Contrary to a few reports, there is zero chance Big Ten plays in the winter or spring per source. Fall is the only hope for the Big Ten.
1: I do believe that. I don't think there will be a spring league because then you're going to screw up next season. Yeah. I I agree with that
0: um huh let's see what else did he say uh there's one um he said there have been three fall season proposals sent to big 10 office this afternoon source tells me now it's all up to kevin warren kevin warren has also been served subpoenas by around 10 players lawyers as of this afternoon per
1: source Mm. wow that's interesting too if true but yeah that's huh yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, there's – there this, had been talk as soon as – sorry, what were you we going to say?
0: Okay, sorry. This was uh, – th- there was a couple other ones I wanted to read. I'm sorry. There's so yeah. much on here. Yeah. Um, he said – so he said, getting details right now, but Kevin Warren is blowing smoke screens. And then he also said, I don't give a damn what anybody, including lying Kevin Warren, says. I am sticking with my source <laughs> that we will have Big Ten college football in the fall.
1: Huh. Um. It's gonna be crazy if this guy's right. Is he? I mean, how did you know. hear this from an article or something? I like, is he already it... being cited by big platforms?
0: Well, actually, it's funny you say that because Barstool Big Cat retweeted him and said, "I didn't fall for a fake source story. I chose to take a leap of faith and put all my hopes and dreams into the hands of some dude named Sir Yacht." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, if he's right and... and this were to happen, he almost kind of becomes the new Woj uh, oh, yeah. for the NBA, was, like yeah yeah who is this guy who somehow had this amazing source into
0: so yacht he retweeted big cat and he said keep hoping and dreaming i'm telling you guys kevin warren is lying a vote never happened nobody on the entire planet believes me right now but i ain't giving up on this big 10 season i'm all in
1: i think we need to i just reach out to him and get him on the podcast
0: that'd be really cool yeah i'll Give DM him, a chance him right
1: to- now yeah Say like, hey, we really are interested in what you're saying. As fans of college football and the Big Ten, we'd love to give you a platform to share your. Yeah. <laughs> um, huh.
0: Anyway, so while I work on messaging him, I want you to go ahead and talk to us about what you think all of this could mean if this if this story yeah. were to break that this were all real.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna go under the assumption then that this is true. Yes. Um, which is a big assumption, but. It's more interesting to have the conversation based on that. We've seen as soon as this alleged vote and decision was made and all that, like immediately you had teams like Ohio State and I think Nebraska, which are two of the teams he named. You have teams exploring, uh, playing with other leagues, things like that. So there was already clearly ways that the schools were trying to find ways to play. Uh, Not all the schools, but certain ones who, depending on the region you were in or the president you had, or for whatever reason, were pushing for that harder than others. So that's not been a secret. Like, especially Ohio State and Nebraska have been two big ones where everybody knows they've been pushing to play. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't find that hard to believe at all. The only thing would be, how do you do this? Is this something you can do without the commissioner or the president's approval? Like you start your own, the schools just make their own agreement. How does that affect your licensing with the big 10? Uh, your, any TV deals, cause the conference has to get TV deals. Like if the schools elect to do this on their own, do they have to sign new contracts with networks? Will the not be able to be televised? Like the logistics of this would be a nightmare. Um, and it would make the big 10 look so bad if they canceled. And then all these other teams on their own found a way to put a season together. Um, or if the Big Ten somehow was behind this and um, like they were the ones who backtracked on this and were able to save a season, it makes them look bad still because, okay, why did you put this out there and then backtrack on it? If player safety was the issue, that has none of that's changed. So really you only change your mind because of pressure from mm-hmm. outside, from the players, whatever it is, you look like an idiot because you made a decision based on quote-unquote player safety and then backtracked after an unrelated issue change things, you know, an unrelated issue to player safety. So I don't see any way if this were to happen, the big 10 already looks bad. Almost having a season at this point would make them look worse. <laughs> like stick to your decision, you know? Um, but again, I don't know. Is this something the big 10 can even enforce? Will schools go over their head, which raises huge problems for the future of the conference uh, as far as, yeah, the trust and the authority and all it, – it just creates a lot of issues. So this is something I am hopeful we have football, whatever that well, yeah. looks like. Yeah. But um this would be a logistics nightmare for the Big Ten if something like this were to happen.
0: Listeners, listen to what the man in Michigan hat has to say because he's the one that knows more about Big Ten than I do. Um, but either way, if this comes to be true, this is a true – this is a real big story. And – Uh, I'm happy to talk about it giving all credit to at Sir Yacht on Twitter so if you're curious about it yourself go to at Sir Yacht and just read through his page he has so much stuff about this story right now retweets his own tweets it's just fascinating so go read there and the DM is sent this overtime has been brought to you by nuts.gov
2: Have you ever wanted a wide variety of legumes and tree nuts, but don't have time to leave your home? Have you ever craved those smooth nuts in your mouth, but don't know where to find them? Well, now you can if you go right now to www.nuts.gov. It has gov at the end, so you know it's reliable. Here's what one of our highest profile customers had to say. It's me again. Bill Clinton. I just want you to know how much I love nuts.gov. Whether big nuts, small nuts, salty nuts, or any kind of nuts, they'll keep a smile on your face. I haven't experienced this good of a grasp on my nuts since Jennifer Flowers. Nuts.gov has been so stimulating for me. And if there's anything I can do for them in turn, uh, did I say in (sighs) turn? I better go. Thanks, Bill. Now you can be just like President Clinton if you order our premium Jeffrey Epstein Did Not Kill Himself collection. But wait, there's more. Order now and you can get the Monatka Lewinsky collection, which includes two large acorns and one premium extra-long Arkansasian cigar you can use for any occasion. That's two large nuts collections for the seductively low price of $69.69. Call nuts.gov today and get a load.
0: Wait, right. seriously. How insane like I don't know about you, but like, I was getting goosebumps as I was reading through some of that stuff because it's like it feels like <sighs> conspiracy theory stuff. Like right. everything you've been told is a lie. <laughs>
1: like
0: mm. there was never a vote. N- there was a vote never took place.
1: Well it's part of it's just not maybe it's just me trying to be optimistic. But it's not entirely unbelievable because remember when the vote supposedly happened, right away then the Big Ten said, no, there wasn't actually a vote. Right. And yep. then it still is like, was there or was there not? It's still not yep. clear. But now it seems like it's everybody's saying there was. The Big Ten never came out and said there actually was, but they denied it originally. Like yep. Clearly incompetence when it comes to the Big Ten, uh, the office, and everyone who's involved with publicity and decision making. And so if you anything almost makes wonder, this believable it's that
0: <laughs> well you almost wonder if kevin warren just decided and then said tell them there was a vote or something
1: right or he decided and then now everybody's questioning it and he's not going to be able to have the actual authority now to enforce that yeah. and teams go over his head and sign their own new contracts or something yeah
0: The thing that'll be even more interesting is if the Big Ten does come back and play, first of all, not only is it not the entire Big Ten, because you have other teams that were not included in there, but then what does the Pac-12 do? Is the Pac-12, because then the Pac-12 will be like the oddball out
1: Hmm. if
0: Big Ten comes back. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because Pac-12 pretty much only canceled because Big Ten canceled.
1: And if anything, I think it's more likely other leagues will cancel soon. So you look really stupid if you reinstate a season right. or a partial season and then have to cancel again in a month anyway. Like
0: because something I didn't something I didn't get to talk about yet on this episode, but uh, Jack Swarbrick, who's Notre Dame's uh, athletic director, he suspended football practice for today and tomorrow um, because the school announced that they were doing remote learning at least through September 2nd. Hmm. so, And apparently he was doing that partially to be consistent with his word because apparently at some point he said, if we don't have classes in session, we will not have football. Anyway, it's all very interesting (laughs) because if Notre Dame falls, I think ACC could still survive because Notre Dame wasn't in the ACC anyway. But if Notre Dame falls, how long before – another ACC team raises Mm -hmm. concerns, and eventually you could have the ACC dropping out. Um, Yeah. I really think, though, the ACC will probably be fine because Clemson is the king in the ACC, and Lawrence is very on the opposite side of being an advocate for it, that he Mm -hmm. wants the season to happen. Um, Which is funny because of all the players – In the ACC, he's like the one that doesn't... It wouldn't impact his draft stock one bit whether a season happened or not. Hmm. Like, he's still going to be your first overall quarterback, almost guaranteed.
1: That's interesting. This whole (sighs) thing is just a mess, man. Isn't it? It's crazy. Like, I don't even know. I'm hopeful football happens, but then, like, the rational, logical side of me that just analyzes sports, I don't... It's just a disaster.
0: Well, speaking of insane crazy possibilities that we're just dreaming about at this point want to play 20 questions <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's do it yeah i
0: almost lost where i was going i just started drifting back into college football. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah when you think of like insane things that'll never happen shane do you want to take a chance at doing well in 20 questions <laughs>
0: So, uh, listeners, we restarted 20 questions. We're doing people only. Uh, I guessed last time, and I got on the 16th question, which means I have right now four points. Shane has zero, but Shane has not had uh, a turn yet, so his turn is now, and I've selected an individual. So, whenever you're ready, uh, man in the Michigan hat, you can ask me your questions.
1: All right, let's do it. Um, Just do it not a sponsor. <laughs> All right. First question. Is or was this person an athlete? Yes. Is this person still currently playing? Yes. Okay. Cuz I was thinking about trying to see if they ever coached, but if they're still playing, then they wouldn't have coached, so. Does this person's sport require cleats? Yes. Is this a football player? Yes. Still playing, football player. Is this a quarterback? Yes. Has this person played more than five seasons of NFL football? No. Has this person ever played for one of our two teams? No. Has this player ever started in an NFL game? Yes. Okay. I was thinking that might help me know if they were just drafted or haven't played or like still a college player.
0: Yeah, it makes sense.
1: Hmm. Okay, so let me read back through this. It's a football player. A football quarterback has not played more than five NFL seasons. But they have played an NFL game. Have not played for one of our teams. Hmm. Does this player play in the AFC? Yes. Not more than 5 full seasons. So I'm thinking young AFC quarterbacks. So like the obvious big name ones would be like Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. Um Hmm. Has this player won a playoff game? Yes. Because I don't think Lamar Jackson has. He might have. I don't know if that for sure. Yeah, they would have won one. I, I I can't remember. Okay. But they have won a playoff game. Is this Patrick Mahomes?
0: It is not.
1: Is this the richest player in NFL history? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. AFC thinking like maybe josh allen he's got to be close to five seasons maybe not all yet um hmm afc quarterbacks because some of the players that would be tricky to try to get would be like tom brady cam newton like people who've switched teams recently but those have all played more than five nfl seasons mm-hmm. Um, that's true. Okay. Cause
0: they've been now they've both been in NFC and AFC. Yeah.
1: Or, yeah, yeah. Co- well, cause the Bucks one went to A. Yeah, they yeah. switched. Yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> one left the AFC. Is that the is that the East or the North? That the pa- East north. that the Patriots play in.
1: AFC East. What's the North then?
0: Isn't it the Colts and the Raven. Browns and the.
1: The AFC. Oh. Or
0: not the Colts. Sorry, the Colts are the South? No, the North is the Browns Browns and the Ravens, Ravens the Bengals, yeah. and the... Steelers. Steelers,
1: yeah, that's right. Okay.
0: So in the East, yes. yeah. So I'm one saying. went from the AFC East to the NFC South, and the one went from the NFC South to the AFC East.
1: <laughs> With one, yeah, NFC South being significantly more difficult than the AFC East. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> like, p- probably the toughest division in football. NFC North is up there, too, though,
0: actually. Uh, I, yeah,
1: and the West, the West, in general, the <laughs> NFC, the whole NFC.
0: Basically, what we're saying is every division except for the AFC East, where the Patriots have reigned for forever because no one else has challenged them.
1: Yeah, yeah. who's NFC East? Is that Eagles, the Eagles, Cowboys, Cowboys, the
0: football team, and <laughs> the football team, and uh, Giants. the Giants? Yeah.
1: Okay, that's probably the only directional region that the afc is better and even that's just because of the patriots the rest of those teams are terrible so huh. the nfc in general is just better how All weird right, would anyway.
0: it be if the red if the football team changes their name to something that's no longer even like has red in the color scheme like it's just like <laughs> teal dragons or, like, and it's y- yeah green. no yeah.
1: just a complete <laughs> It'd be just so weird huh the supersonics
0: The Washington Supersonics.
1: Seattle, Washington Supersonics. Nice. The Seattle, Washington, D.C. Supersonics.
0: The Seattle, Washington, D.C. District of Columbia Kraken.
1: (laughs) Supersonic (laughs) Krakens. There you go. (laughs) Just what? Super (laughs) Krakens. Super (laughs) Krakens. Okay. Where were we? (laughs) So, my most recent guess is. AFC quarterback who has won a playoff game but is not Patrick Mahomes. Which that actually narrows it down quite a bit. Young AFC quarterbacks who have won a playoff game, not named Patrick Mahomes. Did Josh Allen win a playoff game? Um Hmm. I don't wanna I'm trying to be careful to not get too like narrow focused. Cause I in the past I have missed or misinterpreted something, mm-hmm. and like I could be completely wrong right now. So, I'm trying to keep my options open. Um. Is this quarterback white? Yes. Is this Josh Allen?
0: No. Okay,
1: I just had to guess that because otherwise I was gonna just keep thinking that that was it. Okay. If it
0: was, would you go jump on a fold-up
1: table? <laughs> yeah, Bills Mafia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've got some. Yeah, they've got to have the crazy. Them and Eagles fans, like some. There's some fan bases that like are just, just
0: wrong with something wrong with their yeah. brains. Yeah, <laughs>
1: or just when you talk. Like, when you talk, like, diehard fans, like, I'd say Bear fans are diehard fans, but they're not, like, insane. Like, if you're, like, pretty much all Philadelphia sports and yeah. the Bills, like, there's certain Boston. fan bases, the Raiders fan base, at least mm-hmm. the old Raiders fan base, like, there's certain fan bases I, that just fall into, like, the insane category.
0: I don't know about all Boston, but definitely the Red Sox Yeah, fan base. Yeah
1: way more than yankees. I United saw a tweet
0: recently I mean. that was like some, someone said, are they pumping in artificial are they pumping in racial slurs to give the true boston <laughs> experience? <laughs> right. That's yeah. <laughs>
1: That's funny. Um okay. So it's white, but this person's it, it white. Is white. It is white. <laughs> <laughs> This person is white, but not Josh Allen, who is, like, the whitest person I could think of. So, <laughs> Hmm. AFC has won a playoff game. I'm trying to think... When I said has not played for more than five seasons. I'm trying to make sure I covered all my bases with that. Because it could be somebody... Like, if I was... I'm just thinking young players right now. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I'd be thinking of people like Phillip Rivers or stuff like that, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think I've covered my bases. Um, Man. That was guess 13 for Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: hmm. I have to pee so bad. (laughs) Is that a clue?
1: Um...
0: I I don't see how it could be.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think of PP Pittsburgh. <laughs> um could be has won a playoff game.
0: Is ha- does this person have <laughs> permanent brain damage?
1: <laughs> Can this person formulate a sentence?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is Mason Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph's tight end of the Vikings.
1: (laughs) Vikings. Yeah. yeah, Speaking of racial slurs, don't this Mason
0: Rudolph? Yeah. Don't slander (laughs) Kyle's. Come on. (laughs) His yeah. I mean, my name's (laughs) Furious George, but I know a few Kyles. (laughs) Um. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be up so late editing this, but that is okay.
1: Oh yeah. It's for the fans. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Has won a playoff game? Has this player won a Super Bowl?
0: Um No
1: Actually, I have to think back to what quarterbacks from the AFC won a Super Bowl in the past five years. Mahomes might be the only one who's a young quarterback. I don't know. Um, Wow. AFC... Um, I'm trying to think if I want to just start guessing divisions mm-hmm. because I'm thinking Ryan Tannehill for the Titans, but how he's got to be more than five seasons. Yeah. Would this player, is this player listed as the starting quarterback for his team? No. Okay. Interesting. Who is the Patriots' backup? He's been around for more than five years. Is it has won a playoff game? Well, that's interesting too. Here, let me take my note before. Um, I can't remember how I asked the AFC question. If I said, "Does this player currently play?" or if I, I might need to clarify that more. Um, Because I think I asked, is this player on an AFC team? Has this player ever played in the NFC? They
0: were on an NFC team.
1: Okay. So at some point, they were on an NFC team. All right, question 17. Hmm. Hmm. Um not listed as Oh, uh he's been around longer. I was thinking uh Alex Smith cuz he's been in the news.
0: Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> right. Uh that's a great story.
1: Yeah, it is. The injury was gruesome. Um, that was a great injury. Yeah really solid hit, has won a playoff game, and so it's not like uh, Tua or something, somebody was just drafted, oh wait, they did win a college football playoff game, <laughs> I didn't specify that it's an NFL playoff game, Um, not that that's Was this player drafted in the last two years, or last two drafts, I guess I should say? No. Hmm. Now I'm thinking, like, which team does he does he currently play for an AFC or NFC team? I'm thinking, he, based on the way I asked the questions, he was probably drafted by or started on an NFC team and was traded to an AFC team. Not currently listed as the starter. I said did not play for one of our teams. So that means neither of our college teams has won a playoff game. Okay. Well, no, it can be him cause he's it's a white person. <laughs> um, Andy Dalton's been around longer than five years.
0: That's right, because Andy Dalton is on NFC now because he's on the Cowboys.
1: Mm-hmm. Mariota's been around longer than five.
0: Is Mariota white?
1: Isn't he Samoan? <laughs> yeah, he is.
0: Or whatever. He's from one of the islands. Pacific Islander?
1: Yeah. Um, does this person play... Oh, I know. Is this Mason Rudolph? No. Hmm. Not listed as a starter. I think I need to use a guess on this. to I'm already on nineteen. Um, has won a playoff game. Is this player currently on a roster? No. Oh, because yeah, I said not listed as a starter, thinking that meant they were a backup. So not on a roster. Okay, so let me look back through this really quick because I get to guess twenty coming up. Has won a playoff game. Not more than five seasons. But not drafted recently. So then, yeah, I could have like misread or like went the wrong direction with this. So it could be a player from a while ago. Um, I'm thinking like, like a Tim Tebow maybe. Oh, but he was only ever AFC, I think. So not last two drafts, not currently on a roster. Has started an NFL game, AFC. So yeah, this could be somebody from Um Is this Tim Tebow? It is Tim Tebow. Is there Yes <laughs> Yes? <laughs> oh okay i figured so, that out so right so still
0: 20. playing and requires cleats he plays for the mets minor league uh, team i can't oh, believe I you pulled it out playing.
1: i did ask still playing so yeah. okay oh that was good i can't yeah, believe you I pulled he it was out. still playing his sport obviously then. yeah Wow, that was like at the very end, out of nowhere, <laughs> I got that. Okay, so yeah. what got me at the very end is so, not sorry. on a ro- NFL yeah, roster. Yeah, not
0: on a roster. You didn't say NFL, you just not on a roster, and I said no. Then I was like, I should have said not on a professional roster. I got you. But then right. I was also like, I feel like that would confuse you more. <laughs> I'm like,
1: did he get... like? well Because you... for NFL, there's no minor leagues or anything. Yeah, but you could so, think, is that
0: XFL or... Right, right. Huh. Because, because he's wow. never played on the the New York Mets. He's only played on their mm-hmm. minor league teams. Wow, <laughs> good pick. Thank you. I I'm proud of you for getting it. I thought.
1: The way, the way it was it going. I was going to go to twenty five. The way it was going, I was like, "He's going to go thought all the way so to I was like, "Yeah." I felt like I was doing really good for like the first ten, and then I just had no idea where to go with that.
0: I was trying to give you hints as we were going. Like basically, what? basically my only like, hint was i kept doing this on the
1: table i was gonna say like <laughs> kneel down <or> yeah <laughs> did you do that several times actually i did the, the team. <laughs> times, <yeah. laughs> okay that's funny yeah all right. all right so i break even that was on guest 20 so our score still is four kyle ford to shane nothing but, but that's take good it. that's really good for you yeah, yeah i will take that <laughs>
0: All right, um, well, we don't have time for a lot, but let's do at least one FN hypothetical. All right, listeners, so say hypothetically we were to have a segment about hypotheticals. In this hypothetical hypothetical segment, we will hypothetically ask each other hypothetical questions. This could hypothetically range from any sports topic, but also hypothetically include would-you-rathers, amongst other hypothetical questions. Again, this is strictly hypothetical. So, Michigan Hat, want to hypothetically ask me a hypothetical question?
1: Yes, I do. Uh, So our question for this episode is this. Continuing the topic of college football. All right, Furious George. Would you rather swallow a full bottle of sleeping pills and asphyxiate yourself with a gallon-sized Ziploc bag while sitting in your garage with the door closed and the exhaust on, or live in a fall without college football? Tough choice. It's a choice I wrestle with every day. <laughs> yeah. Um. I...
0: Being that I'm a newer college football fan, even though I've come to really love it quite a bit, um, it would be easier for me to choose to continue living my life. (laughs) Not quite enough. Don't love it quite (laughs) enough to kill myself over it yet.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What What about you? I mean, if you got to go somehow, this doesn't seem like such a bad way to go. (laughs) I mean, with that combination, I mean. Yeah, no concern oh, of with this not working. So, um, <laughs> at the yeah.
0: at at the uh, kickoff time of what was supposed to be Michigan's first game of the season, Shane just yep. tilts his head back with <laughs>
1: start cue up the fight song on my car radio and just end it all. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. man!
1: With tears streaming down my face, singing "Hail to the Victors." Yeah, it's <laughs> march off into the sunset. What would they um, say about you? Good things, I hope. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say something doing about what your he love loved. for Michigan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He died doing what he loved, crying over his team. <laughs> yeah. Um. I guess I would still like to live. Um, good. I'm glad to hear your but, priorities are straight. <laughs> but yeah, when it comes to my hope for college football, it's uh, not very high. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Let's just hey. Let's just do all three of these. Whatever. Okay. Sounds good.
0: All right. Next question. What is the worst sports color scheme or combination?
1: Mm. Uh, I mean, immediately I think of rivals teams like the ones I'm wearing. Scarlet and gray um, mm. or green and yellow. I am going to go the green and yellow for the Packers, though. Yeah. Not just because I don't like them, but because it is just a weird color combination.
0: So here's um, what it is for me the with the Packers it's the shade of green because the Oakland A's also wear green and yellow right but their throwback shade of green i think looks really sharp with it mm-hmm. but the like forest green that the packers have yeah it's just it just looks strange to me i don't know
1: and it just looks like like the waste management dumpster kind of like it seems like that's yes. a color combination that's yes. used by like city parks and sewage and yeah. sewage you know it's just like It's just a weird color combo. Um. Um, Regarding Ohio State,
0: the red with the silver, I'm not a fan of. I like Mm. the... I'm not the biggest silver fan in general. And I'm not just saying this because you're on the show with me, but I do (laughs) like the Honolulu blue with the silver. That doesn't look bad to me yeah but the ohio state the red the red with the silver Mm -hmm. i I really like the saving grace i guess to me with their uniforms is the little bit of black that they Mm -hmm. have or like Um, the red and
1: white are fine together but that's like one of the most common color combinations you there is right yeah, I like unique color combinations. Like Michigan being maize and blue, Like, I even that's not super unique. So I, I like ones that are just – like you see ones all the time that are red yeah, and white like, or, uh, you know. Yeah, but, but the
0: color of Michigan's yellow, their shade of yellow being maize, that yeah. is more unique.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I like stuff that isn't super common, mm-hmm. but um, to a point, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for me I would also say
0: any of John Daly's outfits when <laughs> he would go golfing is probably I guess
1: technically yeah that's a sports yeah, uniform. Yeah. a so. bad
0: color <laughs> scheme or combination. Um yeah. yeah. A lot of the NBA ones are very off-putting now because they have so many different jerseys. You know, it's not it's no longer is it home and road. Mm-hmm. and maybe one alternate. It's like home Kind of road, kind of, and then also like six alternates it's just way too much, and a lot of the uh extra ones, I just basically, I look forward to the day when n b a returns to more simplistic uniforms,
1: mm, um classic looks and stuff, yeah,
0: yeah, um now, there's been some uniforms where they do the whole departure to. Like, they're kind of, like, com- combining a modern look with a throwback, and I like those. Um, like, one, for example, and maybe I'm thinking of it because I'm looking at it right now. Um, I really hate the Clippers black logo. The one where it's black mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the LAC, or what is it? It's I'm trying to remember how they have it organized on the, it's the circle
1: logo. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's
0: like it's like L A, and then inside of the A is the small letter the C or something. Yeah. Does that sound right to you?
1: It's not like a alternate. Isn't well, it's not their main logo either. Oh no, 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 no.
0: So it's a basketball with a blue C that's big, like a Cubs C kind of, and then inside of mm, the, the C L is a, a red L A. Yeah. It's just well, it's kind of like the
1: Pistons logo. It's just like. The basketball yeah. with the logo as a logo just doesn't work to me. But the clipper—it
0: looks like Clippers, Los Angeles, <laughs> <laughs>
1: right? Anyway, the clip, the CLA. The I Clippers, just don't like Los black on the Clippers. I like yeah.
0: the red and blue, and maybe that's because I'm a Cubs fan. But yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I prefer the red, white, and blue. All right, last F and hypothetical for today is Tiger Woods is a great stripper. Or porn star name, what other yes. sports figures have perfect stripper or porn star names?
1: mm, okay, so do you already have some in mind? I've got a couple
0: no, I have to think about it,
1: okay um
0: you'll probably take the ones I could think of, but that's okay
1: okay um first one I actually I had like here I've got the note right here um well this one isn't like as funny or blatant of one but you remember the i think it was an offensive lineman who got in a lot of trouble for miami a while back richie incognito, incognito. <laughs> yeah that just seems like it's like a spy name or like a ladies put your name.
0: hands <laughs> together for, for richie incognito <laughs> um
1: so yeah that, like uh, that. he's another, on the raiders now okay is he yeah, yeah. okay another one uh he was an Outfielder, I believe for the A's and then the Indians at one point, Coco Crisp. <laughs> yeah. Um, that just seems like you would like somebody you'd have at like a bachelorette party, oh. like Coco Crisp. Yeah. So that one, next one, Nick Chubb. Oh yeah. Uh, running back for, for Cleveland. And, and then and is his brother
0: yeah. Bradley Chubb. Is that right?
1: There is a Bradley Chubb, but I don't know if they're related. Mm.
0: We'll throw him in the mix too. If you know what <laughs> I mean.
1: <laughs> Um, big poppy yeah that's a good one. Oh, that's a really good one. um yeah also uh th- the best one for like for me because it's so close to home is former lions offensive coordinator jim bob cooter mm, um, yes. yeah it's a good one so yeah, yeah. Uh, those are a few that came to mind right away for me so
0: a c- couple of ones i'm just kind of thinking of now um it- it's more of i guess the nickname but slamming mm. sammy um and (laughs) this is a stretch but this could be like a uh a dominatrix style (laughs) and it would be like barry bonds (laughs) barry bondage
1: (laughs) yeah um that's a good one barry bonds (laughs) yeah uh
0: what was the other one i was thinking of
1: there was a nascar driver Oh, I think he was a NASCAR driver once named Dick Trickle. Mm.
0: <laughs> I name. don't know that's a good name for either of those professions. <laughs> it's just an unfortunate name. <laughs> yeah, it's just a medical condition. <laughs> mm, man, man, this like is gonna kill, was this is gonna pick. kill me. I could think. I I know I had another one on my in my mind.
1: Given this a lot of thought.
0: No, I ha- I haven't until, like when you asked me, I was like, Oh shoot, I didn't think about anybody. <laughs> mm. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Oh. Uh this one this person would be specifically good for uh gay porn, but that'd be Aaron <laughs> Rodgers.
1: Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely I could see that. Yeah. I wouldn't want to, but I could see that. <laughs>
0: Well, let's move on to
1: the weekly scorecast.
0: Every week, our very own meteorologists, which you know is really just us, throw out our hot takes and score predictions for big games around sports. Trust us, because like predicting the weather, we won't be
1: wrong your weekly scorecast is brought to you by thrive fantasy thrive fantasy is a daily sports app for player props so come hashtag prop up with thrive fantasy this season especially now that mlb nba and nhl are all back over at thrive fantasy they have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in a respective sport You'll select various player props under different categories for each respective sport. So each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on its likelihood to occur. For example, you could take the over on the number of collarbones Aaron Rodgers will break or the under on uh, how many of his family members will still send him a Christmas card. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool so far thrive has awarded over 1.3 million dollars in prizes since launching and since in 2018 so right now go to your app store or google play store and download the thrive fantasy app or you can just go to their website www.thrivefantasy.com use our promo code FNFantasy when you sign up today and you'll receive an instant 20 bonus on your first deposit of 20 or more So sign up and hashtag prop up today. All right, so let's
0: get into this. Uh, For Major League Baseball, to start off, we have, uh, starting this weekend, we have Tigers visiting Cleveland Mm -hmm. to play the Indians for a three-game series. Uh, The Indians, I think, have really improved since their two-game sweep from the Cubs. Mm -hmm. And the Tigers, even though they brought up some interesting prospects, are still honestly just not really at the same caliber as Cleveland at this point. I'm going to pick Cleveland. It's not that exciting of a pick, but I'm going to pick them to win 2 to 1.
1: I'm going to pick them to sweep just because of what you said. They are so much better than the basically Cleveland's hot right now. The Tigers aren't. The Cle, the Indians have beat the Tigers 18 straight now, so it's almost like the other Ohio the other Ohio Michigan rivalry with the Buckeyes and yeah. I'm not going to pick it till it happens. So, Indians sweep. Well, that's Uh, right, because you said they have that losing streak, right? Yeah, 18 games. So you got to beat them once before I pick it. (laughs) So uh, next series, uh, Crosstown Classic, the White Sox and Cubs for three games. This is
0: tough because the White Sox really have, in this past week, they were struggling, and then this past week they really were starting to come out with some uh, at least big bopping bats. They're hitting Um, well, yeah. That being said, the White Sox pitching hasn't been quite as good as I think they expected. Dylan Cease has been good, um, but other than him, I'm not really sure exactly where they're at, Uh, but the Cubs pitching has been really their strength, but meanwhile, the bats have quieted, so I feel like they're kind of like two teams that, if they combine their powers, would be unstoppable, um, (laughs) which makes it kind of challenging uh, to pick here uh, (sighs) because... I was going to say because it's at Wrigley, I'll give the Cubs the advantage, but it's not really with no fans. I, I'm i still, the Cubs are the experienced team, and I think I'm still going to pick the Cubs to win the series, but not sweep. The Cubs will win 2-1. to one.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm picking too. Um, and a lot of it's just, like you said, matchup as far as pitching versus hitting. I think uh, I'd have to look and see which pitchers are going on which day. Uh, but I think in general, the better pitching will get you, and experienced hitters, like you said, will get yep. you... An extra win before the the young hitting does
0: all right and lastly for the MLB we have what is this do the that Cubs can't be right. visit Comerica Park and play the Tigers
1: crazy. crazy um yeah so well I'm gonna pick
0: the Cubs to sweep
1: <laughs> yeah this is something we have been super excited about this whole year and I still am excited for it uh but I'm unfortunately, mad it's not on a
0: weekend because we could actually get together to watch it
1: yeah and unfortunately you're catching the tigers at they were really hot at one point and if you would have asked me about like a week ago i'd be really excited for this matchup more uh but the tigers have looked really bad recently um cubs will be coming off a tough series with the white Sox, but if anything that's just extra motivation to do well in this one uh, i'm picking a sweep too unfortunately
0: uh who's sweeping who (laughs)
1: The Cubs are sweeping the Tigers. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I guess I should clarify (laughs) (laughs) all that just to say, actually, the Tigers will sweep the Cubs. (laughs) No, I'm picking the Tigers to get swept. All
0: right, very good. All right, moving on to NHL. Um, We have a few matchups left. Uh, We already talked about earlier the Blackhawks losing to the Golden Knights. Uh, The Knights will now play Colorado. Uh, So we'll start there with teams that have advanced. Uh, The Knights playing Colorado in the future series. Uh what do you think'll happen there?
1: The Knights look good. <laughs> and and no disrespect to Colorado cuz they looked really good when they just won their series. Uh they won 7 to 1 the last game of that series. So, I mean they've been good too, obviously. At this point in the playoffs, everybody's good and respectable, but uh Vegas looks like they're on a different level right now and I think they win this in 5.
0: All right. Uh I would say I I think it's going to be a heck of a matchup.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think this is at least going six. I think the Avalanche will be surprising to the Knights mm-hmm. in many ways. Um, I don't know. The Knights just have such a good goaltending. Not goaltending. That's basketball. The Knights have just such a good goalie tandem that it's hard to pick against that. So I'm going to still pick the Knights to win and I'm going to have them beating Colorado in six. Okay. All right. The next team that advanced was the Tampa Bay lightning. They beat Columbus and they will play the winner of Montreal and Philadelphia, which moving on to that series, Mm -hmm. uh, that series is currently three to two. Philadelphia is winning three to two. The, uh, Canadians won tonight so uh I originally had I don't remember what I originally had but I think I had the Flyers winning Mm -hmm. maybe in five or six games I'm not sure uh I I'm gonna stick with that I'm gonna stick with the Flyers uh in six I think they'll finish it up next game
1: yeah I'm picking the same thing and actually when you talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning too I think if if they do face the Flyers, the Flyers beat the Lightning in seven yes, games. Agreed. But if they end up facing the Habs, I think the Lightning win that series in six. So I think the Lightning
0: will win it in five if they face the Canadians. Yep, but I, th-
1: I think the Flyers do win, do beat the Canadians, and then also beat the Lightning.
0: Yeah. All right. Next, we have the Islander New York Islanders and Washington Capitals series. Uh, let me double check what that series is at right now um so new york leads the series three to one wow um so i i think that washington is really good when you have uh backstrom and ovechkin and oshie uh Mm -hmm. and uh holtby you have a lot of household names i guess uh it's hard to i would say pick them to lose more like or to not win more than one game so i'm going to pick the capitals to win another game um but the islanders will still win the series mm-hmm. uh i'm i'm going to do it i'm going to go islanders in 7 so the capitals find a way to win two more games
1: yeah that's a good comeback yeah um <sighs> I'm going to go Islanders too, but not because I think they're the better team. I haven't watched many of the highlights from the, these games, but just because of the point you're at in the series. And even though it's not a small market team, because obviously it's New York, <laughs> I really like rooting for teams that have been like they are dumpsters for a long time.
0: They're a small market in the sense that they're like the Jets. Right. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. Small market and plus the hockey markets are different too. I mean, it's a popular team. It's, I'm sure it's worth a lot of money, but yeah, it's uh, – um i don't know i'd like to see them do well just in the same way that like a toronto or a team that's been bad for for, forever you know like do you really want to see toronto be good no i don't (laughs) just because yeah but i'm saying it's one of those teams where they've been so bad for so long that um yep yeah i would like to see them advance and i think they will but then i think they'll be killed by the bruins
0: (laughs) yeah the bruins is who they would face Bruins knocked out the Carolina Hurricanes, who I really wanted to win, so that no. makes me sad. Um, but yeah, I think I think either winner of this series, Islanders or Capitals, will face their doom against the Bruins. We can do that prediction next week when we find out what the conclusion of this series is. Yep. Uh, we have Canucks and the Blues. They're uh, tied up at two games apiece, I believe. Let me double check that just to make sure that is accurate. Uh, they're currently playing. They're tied 2-2, two two, and Vancouver is leading the game 4-3 to three with 18 minutes left in the third. Hmm. So a lot of game left. Hard to say which way that game will go. I've heard a lot of people saying Vancouver has been playing really well uh, against the Stanley Cup champs, the reigning champs. Um, so I think in the past I chose the Blues to win, but based yeah. on what I've been hearing, I'm going to switch – Oh, over to the knucks and i think oh. the Canucks. yeah i think the Canucks will win this
1: series in seven we both picked the blues but i can't remember what how many games i'm gonna continue to stick with my pick for the blues but i think it will go to seven um nice which yeah and then series
0: yeah and then very lastly the last playoff series going on right now is the dallas stars and the calgary flames um I think this series is also at two to two. Let me confirm that. No, I'm sorry. Dallas is leading that series three to two. Uh, these are two teams I really know very little to nothing about. Yeah. Um, so again, kind of just based on the playoff scenario, I'm gonna go ahead and choose Dallas to win the next game and move on. Uh, so they'll win in six.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the same thing just because of the 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 scoreboard right now. But I'm gonna pick seven games. So. But again, not very informed on that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So Shane and I love hockey, but there's some teams we know very little about. Yeah. Yeah. It, so. All right. Well, I'm gonna go uh, take a pee break real quick, mm-hmm. and I'll be back in a little bit. This will be a long stream.
1: <laughs> the pee or the our stream of like the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: I said that on purpose. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure. All
1: right, listeners, so Kyle just left, so we're going to do what we've been doing the past few weeks. When Kyle's gone, uh, I wanted to try to get Mickey on the show again to talk NBA. So really quickly before he gets back, let me call him.
0: Oh, this is this is Mickey Mouse uh, I'm unavailable to take your call at the moment uh, I'm dealing with a very naughty Pluto right now He pooped in the house, unbelievable uh, Give me a call, I'll try to call you back uh, Sorry I missed your message I'm a very discombobulated right now That's a big word, kids, discombobulated D-I-S-C-O-M-B-U-L-A-T-E-D Look it up
1: dang it. All right, uh once Kyle gets back then uh oh hey, hey Kyle, what's up? Oh, yeah, hey, sorry. Oh, oh no, you're fine. Um yeah, yeah so yeah, we can go ahead and do and the do NBA bladder. picks. Cool. Yeah. I I just tried to call uh Yeah, yeah, never mind. Yeah. We can cool. go ahead and do our picks.
0: All right, cool. Cool. All right. So the first uh matchup I'm seeing here is the Pacers and the Heat. Yep. And they
1: Heat lead the series 1 game to nothing right now.
0: All right that's correct
1: hmm. and this is that interesting spot the four seed versus the five seed when you get into these matchups on yep. each side where pretty evenly matched is the thought you know so um yeah i'm gonna go heat winning the series because they're up one game to nothing we talked about i think on dad bod central too. jimmy butler and the heat like they're a solid team and i think like me just as much as anybody else can kind of forget how good that team is yep um i'm gonna go with
0: the heat as well
1: yeah, I think they win in six.
0: Yeah, I think the Pacers will steal at least one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Just to be different than you, I'm going to go with the, uh, Heat in five. All right, nice. <laughs> All right, next we have the Lakers and the Blazers. The shocking mm. start to the series where the Blazers took one, so they're up 1-0. Uh, I, I don't see any way that LeBron lets a first-round exit happen, uh, so I think the Lakers still win it, uh, but I think Dame is going to continue to play at a high level and he'll he will will the Blazers to win at least one more game. I'm going to take the Lakers
1: in 7. I'm going to I'm going to take Lakers in 6. Part of me wants to take them in 5 because I think the Lakers are going to come out on fire this next game win by like 30 points. Oh, I agree. And um I could see the Lakers winning the next 4, but uh I'll give out of respect for Lillard and what the Blazers have been able to do so far, I'm going to give them one more win, but I think Lakers in six.
0: Very nice. All
1: right, next we have Bucks Magic, another series
0: that started on a surprising note with the Magic missing two of their best players to injuries, uh, beating the Bucks. So they're up one to nothing. Uh, I'm going to choose the Bucks to win still. There's just too much talent compared to the Magic.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to choose the Bucks to win in 5. So this is one if the Magic didn't have the injuries they were dealing with 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 uh Isaac Aaron
0: Gordon and Jonathan Isaacs, yeah.
1: Yeah, if they had both of those players and they had just won the first game, I might do something really crazy and really bold right now and I would want to pick them the Magic to win in 7 because I think that we're going to see some flaws with the bucks as far as just having one player, not having a dependable star player at your as your second, right. like a second star next to Giannis. But as you mentioned the injuries, the talent level, I don't think the magic is going to be that team right. to necessarily expose them to the point of eliminating them. So, uh, I'm going to pick bucks, but I'm going to go in six.
0: All right. Did I pick already for this one? Yeah, I did.
1: Yeah. All right, next we have the Thunder
0: and the Rockets, an interesting series. I believe the Rockets Mm -hmm. are up 1-0. Yep. Um, I'm going to pick the Rockets to keep on winning. Uh, The Thunder steals a game, but the Rockets win
1: in 5. I'm picking same Rockets in 5. This was another one that's interesting. Again, the Ford versus 5 matchups are always interesting. It's it's hard Um, to pick
0: against Harden.
1: Yeah, Harden, Westbrook. Harden's a monster. um, It's interesting to me, too, with... uh, Actually, Harden and Westbrook both being former Rockets players, uh, former Thunder, or Thunder, and Chris yeah. Paul being a former yeah. Rocket player. Yeah. yeah, so there's some interesting stuff there. But um, it,
0: it it would be interesting, but except for the fact that the NBA is not like that anymore. Yeah, it's exactly. not. It has nothing to do with what team you used to be on.
1: Yep. So, so yeah, that not way. that again. It's interesting, but maybe not a huge storyline. I don't think it affects the game play at all at this point. And, yeah, Rockets, to me, are clearly better in this series. I'm going to pick them in five.
0: All right. Let's see. Next we have the uh, Jazz, Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets. Mm. Uh, The series is currently tied at one-to-one. So this series I'm really intrigued by. I think both teams are really good. I think both teams have a lot of the same strengths. I think both teams, um, though they are really good, will not – don't really have a shot to make it past the semifinal round, even -hmm. though they are good. Um, They just don't have – they don't have quite the superstar levels that you need at this point in the NBA. Mm -hmm. So – that's why this series, I think, is really good. I think this will go seven games. I'm going to pick Denver to win.
1: Mm, I'm going to pick, I'm going to go seven, too, but just to be different, I'm going to go Jazz. This is the series I followed the least closely and know the least about, but uh, two solid teams for sure.
0: Yep. All right. Next, we have the Raptors and the Nets. So Toronto and Brooklyn. And mm. currently, Toronto's up 2 0 in that series. Uh, is do 2 really Yep. I don't really okay. see the Nets doing much without Durant, uh, even though you have Kyrie. <sighs> uh, I'd like to maybe give the Nets a win, but I'm going to pick the Raptors to sweep.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to pick the Nets to get two wins. Ooh. I'm going to go in six. I, I like uh, Karis LeVert a lot, former Michigan player, one of their best players right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, they have Spencer Dinwiddie. I mean, they've got solid players. So yep. uh, the Nets are obviously, I think, going to be one of the biggest up-and-comers and a super dangerous team next season. Oh, yeah. It's a little early right now with not having KD, obviously. But, um, yeah, be on the lookout for them next season. But their season this year ends in six games.
0: All right, next we have the Clippers and the Mavericks. Uh, the Mavs just won – uh, mm-hmm. th- they just finished their game. The Mavs won big by 13. Uh, Luka scored 28 points that game. Kawhi scored 35. Uh, but the that series is tied 1-1. This series really intrigues me. I had the Clippers super high in my mind going into the bubble, and they've mm-hmm. honestly done nothing but disappoint me. I really like Kawhi Leonard a lot. I yeah. like Pat Beverly a lot. I'm lukewarm. I'm Paul George, and then Joakim Noah is on the Clippers now, and I mm. like him a lot. But they've honestly disappointed me a lot. Um, Luca is electrifying. Kristaps Porzingis is interesting. I. It's hard to pick the Mavs upset the Clippers with a series victory, um, so I don't think I can quite swing over to give the Mavs the series. I will still give it to the Clippers, but the Mavs will get all the way to game seven.
1: Hmm. I think whoever wins this series goes to the conference finals. Oh, 100%. And I'm going to pick the Mavericks. Um, Go for it. I love it. Yeah, just, yeah. I I really could go either way. I just want to make a bold pick because so far I haven't made any crazy picks. So, and this isn't even that crazy, but yeah, I'm going to go with the Mavericks.
0: It's crazy in the sense that it's the two and the seven. Mavs are the seven. So, yeah. But it, right. the
1: gap doesn't look that wide, obviously, right now. So, right. Yeah, I'm excited to see what, what happens here. All right, then
0: lastly we have, honestly, the series I'm least interested in of all of this NBA, and that is the Sixers and the Celtics. Mm. I'm least interested because the Celtics are up 2-0, and to be honest, this entire Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Sixers team has okay. never once been actually that interesting to me. Um, so
1: yeah.
0: I'm going to... The Cel- I'm going to pick the Celtics to win in five.
1: And this was, remember, the whole trust the process, tank, yep. and they're supposed to be, now they're a dominant team after all these years of tanking, and they've just always been kind of underwhelming. Do you remember and, Jaleel Okafor? Yeah. I had him. Yeah. Yep. So this team, this is just kind of a prime example of how not to run a team and a franchise. And I kind of like, actually, the first NBA game I ever went to was a Sixers-Celtics game in Oh nice. Philadelphia. So I cool. like the Sixers, but they're a terrible organization right now the team has uh the the team is in shambles embarrassing second game uh where they just basically fell apart and everything bad that happened in the game looked like it was basically their own fault so the Sixers are kind of one of those teams I like as far as not my own team in the NBA but they're completely outmatched even without uh is it Tatum I'm blanking on the name right now for who? Oh,
0: for for, the Celtics? Yeah. Oh, uh, they're uh, without Hayward.
1: Hayward, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking Tatum for some reason. Yeah,
0: I don't yeah. I don't know that the Celtics will be able to make it far in the east without uh without Hayward, but yeah. I think the hands down they'd beat Philly. I think I think the Celtics honestly could still beat Miami. I think they could beat Indiana. Um I think potentially they could they could beat the Bucks. Um hmm. If they
1: yeah, without the injury, I think it would be a I would make that pick. Um yeah. I don't know if they get past the Raptors either in the conference semifinals if that's who they face. But yeah, either way, I picked them to beat the Sixers in 5. Oh
0: yeah. So. All right, cool. Well, let's plug stuff.
2: Fresh this day and night. Fresh this with
0: Lights, plug it in, plug it in. All right, so you shoot your shot. Sports lineup every Tuesday and Thursday. You have Frustration Nation Wednesdays. You have Off the Cuff with Richie Chicago and Jimbo Slice, and Wednesday evenings at 8:30 Central Time. That is the permanent time moving forward. Is Dad Bod Central featuring Man in the Michigan Hat and myself? Uh, then Saturday is Big Daddy Drew's Power Hour at 8:30 PM Central Time. Also uh then every day uh richie chicago hosts Anti up which is a show that works right in tandem with thrive fantasy where you he goes through kind of the daily lines and tells you if if he should if you should pick over or under based on what his expertise is and then lastly every week there is a weekly power play with hockey bob uh he's a very knowledgeable former collegiate hockey athlete who uh just knows his NHL, and he's been kind of giving updates on the NHL playoffs. So, that is your lineup. So, very lastly, we need to find a silver lining. So, you have anything positive or uplifting to share or are you just a human black hole void of any emotion other than anger
1: yeah so silver lining so taking the good from the bad is that after me losing cap or no cap and being stuck in this ohio state gear i am now one show closer and one day closer to the challenge being over so go. that's exciting i can Woo! return back to my michigan colors which uh yeah as much as i complain about having all my teams be kind of pathetic right now uh I really miss my team cutlers so <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm one day closer to getting those back which is right. nice what about you uh furious
0: yeah for me uh I have, a, I have a couple and they're very sports related one is Ian Happ he's been a just a huge mm-hmm. bright spot on the Cubs yep. no matter how badly the Cubs play every night Ian Happ has been bringing it he's been bringing it defense and offense love it um I'm really excited to see what else he can do. Uh, he, I think he has the potential, if he can keep it up, to be a superstar-level player in the yeah, league. Yeah, and he's
1: so young still. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Um, the other thing I was just going to say is tomorrow, or I guess today when you're listening to this, is the NBA lottery, and we find out where the Bulls pick. Whether the Bulls pick first or seventh or whenever they pick, if you listen to our interview from... Tuesday's episode with Elias Schuster, Bleacher Nation Bulls. Uh, we basically kind of concluded that really anywhere you end up in the fir- in the you know this top ten of the draft, mm-hmm. there's not as big of a drop off from first pick to you know lower. So I guess I'm I'm just excited to find the Bulls getting another piece, whether that's a somebody that could develop to be a superstar. Whether that's someone that's highly touted or if it's somebody that's, you know, just is going to be a very solid bench player. It's just cool to see a rebuilding team get that next piece and to project about
1: what they might be able to do. And if the Warriors do get the number one pick, be prepared for a full-blown nuclear meltdown on the next episode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's probably partially because the Rangers got the number one pick in the NHL. <laughs> Such <You're> garbage! Like
1: <laughs> I'm already fed up with lotteries. So, <laughs> uh, if uh, lost the Pistons himself, the too. Pistons end up picking sixth or seventh, and Golden State picks first. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, in fairness, Golden State what had the worst record? Yeah, but so that I one wouldn't feel but it as was rigged. Because, but it would still. But it was because Clay and stuff out with injuries so. yeah
1: it wouldn't bother me as much the nhl one but it would still just be unfortunate
0: well that's what we're frustrated about today what about you Share your frustrations with us or about us at Real and Podcast on social media or frustration nation at shootyourshotsports.com or go voice your frustrations and leave us a review. And if you're frustrated that this episode is over because you want to hear more, be sure to look for new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, everywhere you can get podcasts and be sure to subscribe. If you get as frustrated as we do, or you just enjoy hearing us gab, consider supporting the show on Patreon for a monthly subscription or Venmo Tip Jar for a one-time donation. Every little bit helps. Even one dollar, which is only thirty-one dollars less than the price of uh, of Mich- man in the Michigan hat's priceless Ohio State gear. Really, really quite a bargain. I can't believe it wasn't valued at higher. Makes a big difference for us. We appreciate the support. Now get out there and frustrate the hate.
1: oh no nope
0: and (laughs) oh absolutely not one of my favorite all-time favorite quotes from you it was early i think it was when we were doing our college football episode Uh and i'm you were like oh (laughs) hf (laughs) you i love that